0: da 3 2, two, two one, one. Zero. zero. Dead Air. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm somebody else. And that is Rob. This week we're going to be talking about Nokia mobile phones. Yee! We're also going to be talking about Bruce Willis, Yay! Okay. and we're not going to be reviewing a movie, Oh. but we might review one, if you're good. Can I do an old one? Yeah, let's review an old movie, like Back to the Future. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Groundhog Day. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the deader, only joking. Nokia is in big trouble. This is the story that Nokia are bringing out a new mobile phone, but they've dropped a big clanger with its advertising. Oh, what have they done? Well, they've made a video claiming to be filmed from the phone's camera. Right. But keen-eyed nerds have spotted a reflection in the window of one of the buildings that the camera passes, and you can see that it's a big posh camera that's being used to record it. what are they filming a girl on a bike riding along on a bike doing what riding her bike oh, hang on, let me just see if I understand what your question is. You asked me what they filmed, and I told you a girl riding along on a bike, and then you asked me doing what. <laughs> How can I elaborate on a girl riding along on a bike? Surely that's your answer. But there must be something. She's juggling a baby and a filing cabinet while she's riding the bike. Now, that sounds like an awesome advert. It's amazing. It's to show the phone's multitasking capabilities. But hang on. What what? are you talking about doing what? She's riding a bike. Isn't that enough? Hang on. I'm confused. How can you show the phone's amazing capabilities? Because obviously they are in the video, which I haven't seen in, in all fairness. The girl is riding a bike. Yeah. And it is being filmed supposedly with the phone's built-in camera. Right. And I would imagine it says something like, look, you can take video of your friend riding her bike. Okay. And then it's been online and people have watched it and gone, hang on a minute. There's a bit where she goes past this building and you can see in the window of this building the reflection of the cameraman and he's holding a big, Movie camera style camera. How do you know that it's filmed holding the Nokia phone? I'm really confused. Okay, so there's the woman cycling. Let me let me make it as clear for you as possible. Okay. Imagine that this talk slowly. This is an advert for Nokia phones. Yes. And at the beginning of the advert, it goes: Here is the new Nokia phone. You can make phone calls with it. You can send text messages with it. And it shows pictures of people doing phone calls and texting. You're, right. Are you with me yeah, so yeah, far? Yeah. Right. This is all in the advert. And then it says you can also use this phone to take pictures. So it shows a picture of a girl holding the phone, pressing a button to take a picture, and it shows the phone taking a picture. You're still with me? I'm with you. And then it says you can also use this phone to record video of people riding bikes. Okay. So then it shows a guy holding up the phone, pointing at his friend on a bike, mm. and it shows the phone. Filming the girl. Hang on, it shows the phone. She's got the. He's got the phone in his hand, and he's pointing it at the girl. Right now, I'm confused. He's got the phone in his hand. Yes, and he's pointing it at the girl. And the camera shot that we're looking at is looking at him holding the phone, pointing the phone at the girl. You with right. me so far? So what's wrong with that? Nothing. Then it cuts to the footage that he is supposedly filming, and it shows us the footage that's supposedly from the camera of the phone, and it, we see the girl. From the phone's point of view. Well, we don't. We see it from the camera's point of view. So we get the establishing shot of the phone pointing at a girl on a bike. Yeah. And then we see video of a girl on a bike. And we are led to believe that that video has been taken with the phone. But actually, it was being recorded with a very high quality camera. Yeah, that's because the... Now, which part of that don't you understand? There's a bloke who's running along the side of the woman on the bike. You know what? Sometimes I think you're just being deliberately stupid to you know, try and wind a, me up. There's a bloke running along the side. He's not running along. He's just standing there. He's standing. There's a bloke standing there with his Nokia camera filming some girl on the bike. Yes. She whizzes past. Yes. Right. So I assume there's some guy in a, maybe a van filming all this. No. Is there some guy just stood there as well? In the movie-making world, yeah. that is called an establishing shot. Okay. So the camera that's being used to make the advert has filmed this guy holding his phone and he's filming the girl. So this guy... Let me give you another example. Have you ever seen in a movie or a TV show where someone holds up a camera and says, smile everyone, and the camera makes a clicking sound and then you see the supposed photograph? Yeah. And they show you the photograph on the screen, maybe in a little frame. Yeah. And you are led to believe that that photograph was taken with that camera yeah okay same idea right we see a guy holding a phone Mm. videoing his friend on her bike right then we see a video of the friend on the bike from the perspective of the phone got you so it seems like we're seeing the video that the phone was had recorded okay on that day Mm-hmm. But when you look at the video closely, you can see reflection in a window of a proper cameraman holding a big proper camera and filming the girl on the bike. So it's all an illusion. So why didn't they use the camera? Good question. I would imagine they just did it because it doesn't work. It's not as good as they're claiming. Probably. How do I know? You'll have to ask Nokia. But the bottom line is that they're in big trouble because everyone is like going, oh, you know, you're trying to trick us. You're treating us like idiots. And Nokia are going, we're really sorry. We, we should have said in the advert that the, the, the scenes were simulated. So if they said the scenes were simulated in the advert, that would make it better? Well, what would have been ideal is if they'd have shown the actual footage the phone had recorded and then at the bottom written actual phone footage. That would have been the obvious answer, wouldn't it? Mm. Anyway, all of this is by the by because the news, the big news that we'll be definitely be talking about in next week's podcast, and I can't wait, is that Apple are having an event next Wednesday and they will be announcing something, which we don't know what it is. Yes. Days e- and coffees available in the foyer. But everyone's, everyone's thinking it's going to be the new iPhone. The new iPhone. So in next week's podcast, we'll be talking, hopefully, about the new iPhone. Okay. But don't you think that Nokia have dropped a massive clangor bringing their phone out a week before a new iPhone? Or do you think they've been dead clever? I think they've been dead clever. They're going to sort of steal the thunder from Apple. No. Why? Because in a week's time, everyone will forget about how bad the Nokia is at taking films. And they'll be concentrating on how good Apple are. And they'll just forget about it. Oh, very good. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I saw a video the other day of the new Nokia taking a picture of uh, of a night shot outside. How do you know it's real? That's what I was going to say. I think it was probably fake as well, just like the video was. So the moral of this story is don't trust Nokia. This is the moment. This is the time for Rob's Tip of the Week. Constant parking tickets constant parking tickets now this i have a feeling is going to be a good tip yeah you know the type of people they they can't find anywhere to park and or they're always going places and they're finding difficult to park and they park for for a few minutes or whatever they need to park for but they always get a ticket and they're just so unlucky that they always get a ticket yeah, that happened to me once. I parked outside a hotel for go, 15 minutes. You go and to I a, a train ticket. station and you want to park for 10 minutes and like you've you got to go and buy a ticket because you want to just stay for 10 minutes, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, I you've got me 100% convinced. So your bills mount up, the debt collectors and the bailiffs are coming around and they're clamping your cars, there's reality TV cameras pointing at your face, you know, that type of person. Uh, well, okay. I'll I'll say yes and go with it, see where you're going. Right. Well, I've come up with a new top tip. Okay, go on then. Register yourself as a minicab driver. Okay. How is this going to help you stop getting parking tickets? Because you can park your taxi in all the taxi bays. Right. So when you go to the airport to pick up your friend... Park your car. You stop in the taxi rank. Friend gets out. But then won't people try and get in your taxi? Maybe. You may earn a few extra quid. So your tip for avoiding getting parking tickets is to become a taxi driver? Yes. You don't have to actually do the taxi driving bit. Just get the license. It's not a a brilliant tip, is it? You don't need the radio or anything. But isn't that the best part of being a taxi driver? Well, Here's a good question for you. How come you're not allowed to talk on a mobile phone when you're driving, but you are allowed to talk on your CB radio? Because you don't have the thing up against your ear. So, if that was the case, why don't all the mobile phone companies just make a gadget that lets you use a mobile phone in the same way as a CB? Yeah, you could do that. And then that will immediately solve the problem of people talking on the phone while driving. If you don't like wearing seatbelts, another top tip, become a taxi driver. Don't taxi drivers have to wear seatbelts? Nope. How come? In case they get mugged. But what if they crash? They die. I'd rather get mugged. Yeah, you could get mugged and killed. <laughs> Imagine if you got like a guy tried to mug you and because you weren't wearing a seatbelt you were able to get away from him and then later when you got back in your car you were driving at home and you crashed because you were, you were trying to get home quick because you were late because yeah. of the mugging. I think technically you may have to wear it when you're not got a passenger in maybe. Is this one of those things that you just think you've heard and you haven't really? No, done I know. Any? I know that you don't have to wear a seatbelt as a uh, truck driver or a taxi driver. Okay. So, obstacle of the week this week is save money on parking tickets by becoming a taxi driver. Yep. Just go to your local council, fill out the forms, pay the fee, which would be a lot less than three, say, tickets, and uh, job done. Sonic. So, yes. Have any of your predictions come true yet? Not one. Oh. However, I am very optimistic about my prediction for the iPhone next week. Do you remember what my prediction was? It's just going to be called an iPhone. It's not going to be called the iPhone 5. It's going to be called the new iPhone. So, the new iPhone in inverted commas. So, it's going to have the words new iPhone written on it. Yeah. Also, that might be wrong because... The invitation that they sent out to all the media had a 5 in it. But it's definitely not going to have a bigger screen. So you're changing your prediction? It's it's definitely not Mind going to Mind you, ha- you're allowed to change prediction because the thing hasn't happened yet. It's not going to have a bigger screen. It's not going to have a bigger screen, but it might be called the 5. It won't be called the iPhone 5. It'll just be called New iPhone. It won't have a bigger screen. Well, what do you think is going to be on this? I think it's going to be completely different. All right, well, I say same size screen. Yeah. Just called new iPhone, not iPhone 5. Yeah. And. I can't believe Apple are going to actually put the word new on the back of their phone. No, they won't call it new. It'll just well, be. Well, why called... are you calling it the new iPhone 5? Because they'll do what they did with the iPad. It'll just be like the new iPad. It's not called the new iPad, it's just called iPad. Yes, I know. And I think they'll drop the numbering, is what I'm saying. And they'll drop the word new. Whatever. The point is, they'll drop the numbering. Okay. It'll just be called iPhone, and that's that. Okay, my prediction is. It'll be bigger, bigger screen, different dock, and it'll have the number five written on it somewhere. Okay, well, we'll see who's right next week. What are we reviewing this week? Well, I haven't seen any films in the cinema this week. Oh, well... Have you? No, I've not been to the cinema for a while. Lots of I went to see Total Recall. Yes, we talked about that last week. I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we review a classic film? A classic film? Yeah, like, you know, one of our favourite films from the history of films. Okay, Pollyanna. Okay. Have you seen that film yet? Not yet. Okay, let's scrap that then. Okay, what about... Um, oh, Back to the Future. I think I've seen that. I'll tell you what, I think we should review Back to the Future. Go on then. Hang on a minute. I'm just going to go back to the beginning of the podcast and tell everyone that we will review Back to the Future. Okay. I'm back... I went to the back This is the present. I know I went back in time to to the beginning of the podcast and said oh are we gonna do that. So you went back to the past and now you're back to the present. Yeah. So what's that got to do with back to the future? Because the future is now. No, the future is then. No. Back to the future. Five five stars. Back to the future is the best film I think that's ever been made. Are you sure? No. There might be other films that I've not seen yet that are better than it. Out of the films I've seen, it's the best one I've seen. It's got a really good story mm-hmm. that's quite complicated, but at the same time, very easy to follow. Yeah. The acting is brilliant. Okay. The characters are really good, and you really care about them. What, you care about them? Of course you do. That's one of the secrets of a good film. You want to be bothered about what but happens to the isn't people. there some, like, Iranians or something that shoot everybody. You care about them. They're at the start of the movie. Well, they're the bad guys, aren't they? Yeah, but you don't care about them. You care about the main characters. You care about Doc right. and Marty. Okay. And that's one of the good. What things. What about the uh, the bully? Do you care about him? Biff? No, yeah. he's the he's the antagonist of the story. But you care about him? No, I think you I think you're focusing too much on this caring thing. You said you care about all the characters in it. Well, yes, but I meant the characters you're supposed to care about. Look, a good story has your hero, right? Okay. Who you're supposed to care about? Yeah. You've got your antagonist who's Mm. always against the hero. Got you. And then maybe you'll have your damsel in distress type character. Okay. Who you know the hero is going to save. Right. And uh, you might even have uh, the assistant type role, which in this case is Doc, who kind of helps the hero achieve his goals. Yeah, I think he was better in Snow White. Doc Brown? No, Doc. Doc? What yeah. are you talking about? It's, wasn't he from Snow White? Oh, you're talking about the seven dwarves now, aren't you? Yes, except he was very tall in Back to the Future. You've, gone, you've gone totally off topic now. I'm talking about Doc Brown. Oh, speaking of uh, Snow White, yeah, is that the one they've just redone? Twice. Is that the one they've just redone? No, I don't mean you say it twice. Oh. They've redone it twice.
1: They, they made done a what film twice?
0: Back to the Future? Snow White. Snow White. They did Mirror Mirror. Well, I know they've done it twice. They've done it three times then, if it's, you're saying they've done it twice. Well, which three times are you talking about? Well, the original. No, I mean they've just redone it twice. Oh, we've done it twice. You've got Mirror Mirror. Right. And well, got, hang on a minute. If it's Mirror Mirror, then that would be Infinity then. No, that's just what she says to the Mirror. Oh. So you've got Mirror Mirror, yep. and you've got Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. And Snow White and the Huntsman has got that girl in it from the vampire film, Who Never Smiles. Well, she sleeps in it a lot. Or is that Sleeping Beauty? I get them confused, you know. Snow White and Sleeping Beauty are so similar. I wonder if they're related. Do you reckon they know each other? I'm sure they do. What I heard was that um, Sleeping Beauty got invited over to a slumber party at Snow White's house. Okay. And the rest was history. Not very funny, no? No. We can always take that out. (sighs) Okay. So, Back to the Future, five stars, what do you think? Have Um, you seen Back to the Future? Yes. I was looking at your Blu-ray thing. Oh, yeah. Because remember you said that Blu-ray films are all in the same widescreen ratio as TV series. Not all of them, but the majority of them are, yeah. The majority of them are. Yeah. Well, that's not true. It's not the majority of them are. It's some of them are. All the ones I've got are. Okay, well. I've s- carefully picked the ones that will work on my telly because all the ones I buy are all 3D. So they're all designed with a wider ratio. I don't think that's true. I think what's happened is you've seen films that are in a wider aspect ratio and they've had the black bar at the top and bottom and you just haven't noticed. No, no. Them. All the films I buy now are 3D. All right. Then. So they all fit the TV perfectly. Otherwise, you'd have a 3D telly with black bars at the top and the bottom. It just wouldn't. Win. I know. And I'm saying I think they're there and you've just not noticed. No, them. they're not. Okay, well, you'll have to check next time you're watching it, film. It could be that my telly's doing some clever trickery. Pit maybe. But I doubt it. Okay. Because 3D wouldn't work like that. Listen, since we're talking about 3D stuff, why don't we do the technology news? Go on then. Okay. Technology news on the Daydare podcast. This is a very interesting story. Is it better than my printer's story? And this is like... It makes you think about the whole music and film and TV industry. Okay. This is the story that Bruce Willis wants to sue Apple. For Has them. he made a phone? No, that would be the other way around, wouldn't it? They'd well, no, Bruce him. Willis might have made a phone, and the Apple phone's coming out next week, and he might be suing them. Saying that they copied his phone? Yes. No, they hasn't made a phone. If he has, he hasn't told anyone about it. He might have told somebody in Apple and they've copied his ideas. No. If you want, I can tell you the reason he's suing them. Okay. And then you can talk about that. That'd be easier. Why would he get on with it? Because he wants to sue them for the rights to give his music collection to his children when he dies. Hang on a minute. He's a singer. He's talking about the music he's bought from iTunes over the years. Oh, we can't do that. Well, this is what Apple say. Apple say that you can't do that. It's non-transferable. You can't transfer music from one person to another. But Bruce Willis is saying that if he'd have bought all these albums on CD... No, no, no. The way it works is if you buy a piece of music, you're buying the rights to you personally to listen to that music for as long as you live. Okay, then. What about this? Say you buy Atomic by Blondie. Oh, I'd buy that. Okay. Yeah. So you've bought it. You've yep. got a twelve-inch record with a nice glossy sleeve. What about a cassette? Can I buy a cassette? Let's 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 talk about CDs because that's a more modern medium. Okay. Let's say you buy Queen's Greatest Hits on CD. Yeah. And then you think, you know what? I really like my friend Nick, and I know that he's going to like Queen. Okay. And I don't really listen to this anymore. Okay. So I'm going to give him the CD. Yeah. And then you give me the CD and the ownership of that CD transfers from you to me. No, it never... If it if it is transferring from me to you, that's not allowed. Well, what do you mean it's not allowed? It's your CD, you can, you can do whatever you want with it. Well, this is the... We talked about this in a previous podcast. You're not allowed to lend, borrow, steal, whatever you want with music. Yeah, but come on. Do you think the record company would have a leg to stand on if they tried to take you to court? No, but if they wanted to, they would win. But if they said, well... We've lost out on a sale of that album because Nick might have bought that. That's what I'm saying. And if, if they wanted to take it to, him, it to court over it, they would win. All right, then. Forget albums. Okay. What if I buy a nice model aeroplane? Okay. And I think, you know what? I know Rob likes planes. Mm. I bet he'd like this. Yeah. So I give you the model aeroplane. That's fine. Any laws being broken? None at all. Any ownership issues? Nope. So why is it different with a physical CD? What's the difference? Because the music has, from the day that it was made, been sold to you as a licence. The plane hasn't. That's like you saying, here's my model aeroplane and I have a licence to fly the model aeroplane. I'm going to give you the model aeroplane and then you take the model aeroplane and you start flying it, but you haven't got a licence to fly that model aeroplane. The licence is not transferable. So what that means then is that if there was a machine that I could put a CD in and it would blank the CD? Yeah. I could give you the blank CD with the Queen label on it and in the Queen packaging? Yes. Because then I'm not giving you the actual music, I'm only giving you the physical thing. That's correct. So when I walk into our price and buy the. Our price? Are we still in the future? The record shop where. Actually, I'd... are we still back in. No. I can't work it out. Is that the past? <laughs> Well, I don't think our price... Maybe it it is the future. Maybe our price is coming back. I don't think our price is still going, you know. That's what I said. You can't say our price. Well, they were going and now they're not. And maybe they shut down because of iTunes selling records. Maybe. That's the thing to think about. I'm just saying... another thing to think about. It's a possibility. Right. So you walk into our price, you buy the Queen album. Mm. You're saying that you're buying a license to listen to that music. Yes. And when you die, that license dies with you. Yes. Okay, then. So my next question is you've got a guy who's got a big record collection Mm. that he's amassed over many, many years, and then he dies. What happens to the record collection? Should they go back to the record companies? Put it in his coffin. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that's your answer, is it? Unfortunately, the the answer is, technically, I suppose, yes, you can give it to your kids, but they're not allowed to listen to it. Unless they've also bought those albums at some point in their life. Yeah, but I think the problem here is that you're you're crossing the border between what is practical and well, what is unfortunately actually for, I real. I'm guessing, unfortunately for Bruce Willis, is they're all digital downloads. Yeah. Right. So therefore, there's nothing physical to transfer. So therefore, end of case. Well, there is when if it, he's when, got a When it comes to CDs, yes, I suppose you could argue that it's, it's bad for the environment to throw all those CDs onto a fire or into a big pit, right? When it comes to digital downloads, you are literally just buying a license for you to listen to the music. Yeah, but there is a physical thing if you put them all on your MP3 ah, no, that's, player. That's you putting, them... yeah, but the physical thing is the MP3 player. So why not just give them the MP3 player, and then they can delete the contents of it and put their own music on it? It's a very, very complicated. No, one. it's not. Look, Bruce Willis is making it very, very complicated by the sound of things. If you rent a movie from Blockbuster, for example, yeah. Technically speaking, you are not allowed to invite three friends round and sit on the couch and watch the movie with them. Technically, technically. speaking, you're not however, to do that. there is no way you would get in trouble. There is no way any court in the land, no court in the world, yeah. would do you for inviting three friends round to watch. I would a assume film. that the reason why nothing would happen because it would come under the fair use policy. So, which there is, is actually a, there already is in a, built into the copyright law. There's a kind of buffer zone here between what is common sense and what is reasonable yeah. and what is just taking the mickey. Mm-hmm. Now, if you went to Blockbuster and you rented the latest, I don't know, Sandra Bullock movie yeah. and then you made a thousand copies of it and sold them all for a pound each, yeah. that would be taking the mickey. But if you go and just rent speed and you sit with your three mates and watch it, that's not taking the mickey. That's fair, that's fair use. That's fair enough. Yes. So surely the same thing would apply to buying thousands of cds in your life and then dying and giving them all to your kids no it's it's one of those things of well he didn't do it to try and defraud the music industry he didn't buy all them cds with the view that one day he would freely give them to someone else and therefore rob the music industry of money he bought them and then he passed away and he's left them to his kids i have to say and it's Is really stupid of Bruce Willis, really. Why would he bother picking up the phone and asking Apple the question in the first place? Why didn't he just die and then his kids just have his CD collection? I think that's the question that we're all going to be thinking about until next week's podcast. You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. In this week's Social Networking Question of the Week, we're asking, what is the point of Top Gear? Are we? Rob, what is the point of Top Gear? Don't you need to have a Top Gear in order to make your car go a bit smoother on the motorway? Oh, why do I do this? Why Why do I let myself get into these situations? Rob, I'm talking about the TV show Top Gear. Right. And I'm asking, what is the point of Top Gear, the TV show? To make money for the BBC. Okay, but what I'm getting at here is you've got this TV program that's supposed to be a car review program, yeah, that doesn't actually review cars. It does. Sometimes they might review the odd car, but generally, so you're trying to tell me they don't have any cars in Top Gear? No, what they do is these ridiculous challenges, like making a train out of cars, right? Or you know, crossing a desert or something. Yeah, or they'll they'll talk about cars that people just regular people can't afford like Mercedes benzes that cost quarter of a million pounds mm. i mean who is who is it aimed at so is it just you're, a way you're for people after like a tv program that will review the average run of a mill cars yeah you want you want a tv program that says right this week citroen have just brought out a new version of their grand zara picasso right and uh, richard is going to have a look at it and see how good it is what you need, then, is Fifth Gear. Do they review cars? You know, originally, Top Gear had loads of presenters. Tiffany Dell. Yeah, they're all on Fifth Gear. Ah, uh, I, I think I'm going to get where you're going now. So you watch Fifth Gear for the car reviews. If you talk through your nose and wear glasses with tape wrapped round it, Fifth Gear. And if you just like a bit of a laugh and a joke, Top Gear. Okay, so that's the answer to the question, then, which is, Top Gear is to provide a bit of a laugh and a joke. Yeah. And that is what the point of it is. It's an entertainment magazine. Before we go, I do want to talk about Twitter very briefly. Again? Because you'll like this, not a lot, but you'll like it. Why are you talking like Paul Daniels? I've added Paul Daniels as our Twitter person of following interest nature. Okay. And he agreed? We're now following him. Well, why did he let us follow him? When he tweets, we're going to get the message. Would you like to know what he says? Go on then. He's written... He's got catchphrases on Twitter. No, he's written a message on Twitter. Okay. And it says, The new play is called Scared to Death, Spooky Stuff and Good Drama. That's the name of the play? No, it's called Scared to Death. Right. And then a new sentence, Spooky Stuff and Good Drama. Got you. And then he also says, Good morning, world. I am off to view a run-through of the new play at the... Hang on a minute. Surely they would... Oh, I think they're in reverse order. Okay. So I think the one that's at the top is the most recent one. So you, that means you've got to start reading them at the bottom and work your way up. Okay. That's it's going to be really awkward. It's very confusing, this Twitter thing. Right. What we need is someone to just tell, explain to us what it is. We need a Twitter expert. Yeah. Basically, we need a twit. We need someone who knows how to use it we can ask them what it's all about yeah and have them explain it to us yeah anyway that's paul daniels you are listening to the dead air podcast well rob another good podcast number 39 are we going to do anything special for our 40th podcast well, you know yeah. some people celebrate their 40th birthday don't they i won't be celebrating mine we should do like a little party Maybe we could get those little things that you blow and a, and a little thing unfolds out the end and it makes a, like a whistling sound at the same time. What are they called? Um, a whistle. Party. Blower. Blowing things. They go yeah. so. Ooh. That's, a, that's a kazoo. No, no, that was just a really bad impression of one of those things I'm describing. Okay. But I don't know what they're called. We could just insert an audio clip of one. Right no, here. no, no. We've got to have the genuine thing. It's not the same. And maybe even some party poppers. The new iPhone's coming out next week. Well, it'll be announced on next Wednesday. The eh? iPhone five. We're not going to go down that road again, are we? We've already covered the iPhone five. We'll talk about the iPhone. <laughs> 5. You said iPhone five. Oh no, I meant. You caught me out. Look, the music's playing now, so you can't catch me out. Okay, we're almost at the end of the podcast. Mm. Um, don't forget, everyone, that you can obviously go on our Facebook. What page. phone have you got? An iPhone 4. What phone have you got? An iPhone 3. Mm. So, are you getting an iPhone 5 next week? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> got him again. No, I mean, I meant to say, are you getting the new iPhone next week? Maybe. Depends what they call it. I bet you, you do get one. An just, iPhone 5? You'll just get one just so you've got a better one than me. Why, what phone have you got? iPhone 4. Anyway, time's running out, so I think we should say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Yes, thank you for listening. Do, do check out our Facebook page, and if you want, you could even like us. Or add a comment to our question of the week. Yeah, what's next week's question of the week going to be? Don't know. Well, you'll find out on, on uh, Wednesday, I suppose, when we put and it don't up. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Yes. Whatever that means. And explain <laughs> to us what on earth it is. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. You are listening to the Dead Air podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com. A fireman is walking down the road. Yes. And he spots this little girl on the side of the road in a makeshift fire engine. Got you. He's very impressed. Okay. She's got ropes, ladders, all sorts. Mm-hmm. All handmade. He wanders over and he notices the girl is wearing a fireman's outfit and a fireman's hat. He says, I love your helmet. Got it. So uh, he then looks at the ground and he sees this dog yeah. attached to a lead. He set the lead is wrapped around its, uh, you know, its personal area. Personal area. Yeah. And he said, surely the dog would be able to pull your fire engine along a lot faster if it was wrapped around its neck. Right. And the little girl says, you're right. But how would I get the siren to work? That's good. It's a good joke. It's funny. It's not (laughs) educational.